This podcast is brought to you by Western Australia's Department of Primary Industries and Regional Development. Hello, and welcome to our series focusing on areas of broadacre grains research. These podcasts aim to assist growers by delving deeper into our research projects that target crop protection, crop production, soils and genetics in broadacre crops. My name is Alex Douglas, and I'm a research agronomist based at DPIRD's Catanning office. Today, I'm talking with Dr Catherine Borgia, a research scientist working with crop protection at DPIRD in Northam. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you, Alex. Lovely to be here. Um, I see that you've published a new book on the ecology of emerging weeds. Yes, we have. This project that led to the book finished about a year ago, and we spent quite a lot of time editing it, so frankly, it's really nice to see it all done and out there finally published. That's lovely. And it's a lovely, got lovely pictures, lots of information in it. So how did you get involved in creating the book? The book is the final outcome of a GRDC funded project that ran from 2015 to 2020, a five year project. It was a national project. It was led by Professor Gurjit Gill out of University of Adelaide, but also involved ourselves and the University of Queensland and to New South Wales DPI back at the start. So it was quite a big project. It had 24 different weed species. Each group had about 10 weed species to study, but most weed species had some overlap. They were studied by more than one group because weed species vary quite a lot. So we wanted to know what they were doing around the whole country. What were the particular weeds that you looked at? All the weeds in the project, as I said, had a national focus. They are all species that are found over all of Australia, or at least over all of a climatic region like all of southern Australia. The weeds were originally selected by the RCSN groups. Uh, now that I think about it, they are now the National Grower Network. So the old National Grower Network groups. And the final list was approved by GRDC. So the weeds were those species that various growers and key industry reps really thought we needed more information on the biology and ecology before they could formulate an effective control strategy. What is an emerging weed? Well, I have to admit this project was called emerging weeds, but quite a lot of them have been around for as long as we've been using agriculture. So they're not necessarily brand new species. Generally by emerging weed, we mean weed that's being extra difficult. Either we've had a little bit of climate change or we've changed the agronomic system and the weed's not responding like it used to respond or it's becoming more problematic in the new system. Okay, so what sorts of research did you do to look at those weeds to then include it in the book? Well, the book has a distinct section on each individual weed species. First, we cover background, description, and why it's a weed. Obviously, making sure you know what species you're talking about is a key part of an integrated weed management plan. For our big weeds, that's fairly obvious, but sometimes with the emerging weeds, we get carried away with a species and then we realise we're not quite sure if everyone's on the same page talking about the same species here. We did a lot of work on the seed dormancy, seed bank persistence at various burial depths and total seed production. 
And seed dispersal had a key role too. Not so much broad-scale dispersal, but dispersal at harvest time and whether harvest weed seed control had any fit for that species. And obviously we looked at its impact on the crop and crop competition because that's the best way to rank which weeds you should be putting the most effort into controlling. Why is this information important? I think the main reason is that weeds are really, really variable. I mean, some of our biggest weeds, like ryegrass, which was originally planted as a, well, essentially a crop, it was a pasture species that we really liked growing, that is reasonably similar. Obviously, there are still some differences in seed bank ecology and dormancy between populations, but it stays fairly similar over the country. But a lot of the other species have a lot of variation between populations. Species like barley grass, it's not just between populations. We have multiple species of barley grass. You can't tell them apart in the field. In fact, if you carefully collect them and take them to a professional botanist, they can't always tell them apart. We thought we had morphological traits to separate barley grass, but we're finding increasingly that those traits are a bit variable between the different species. We could do a genetic analysis every time we wanted to identify barley grass, but from a practical standpoint, we really just have to manage these collection of species as one holistic barley grass weed, which means you're going to see a lot of variation. Some of the weeds we were looking at, like windmill grass or button grass, well, they're native species. And a native species distributed across Australia is going to have a lot of genetic diversity. So how long they can stay dormant, even when they germinate. Roly-poly, Salsola australis, that's another native species. And that one, depending on what population you're looking at, can have optimal emergence in winter, in summer, or some populations just have scattered emergence throughout the entire year. So... That level of variation, whether you're looking at winter weeds and winter selective control in your crop or just summer fallow control, that's quite a big variation in the way different people have to manage the one weed species. So because of that variation, growers really need to be out there just examining their own weed species. Examine sounds quite complex, but... It really just comes down to going out in the field and having a look. Is it germinating? How old is it? Is it seed maturing? Is it seed shedding? Those are really simple things that we can't tell you. You just have to go out and look at yourself. So this book really gives you the guidelines and the tools you need when you go out to start looking at weeds. So in terms of weed description... Well, a weed like roly-poly might be a metre and a half tall or it might have quite a prostrate growth, depending on what soil type it's in. Obviously, those types of things are going to affect whether it gets in the way at harvest, how easily you can target it with in-crop herbicides if you want to spray it in-crop. So yes, what weeds look like and how effective they are at competing in the crop and how long it's weed seed bank can last and yeah it's the combination of traits of the species and traits of the agronomic system 
that affect how you're going to manage it. And you need to know how much each weed species is affected by that combination. Yeah, no, that's fabulous. That's, so that's an awful lot of information in one publication. So how can people get hold of their own copy of this book? Well, if you want a hard copy of the book, you can give me a call if you like. I still have two or three copies sitting on the corner of my desk that I haven't got rid of yet. Alternatively, you can just look it up online because it is a free download from the GRDC website. So if you search GRDC and emerging weeds or ecology of emerging weeds into your Google search box, it should come up and then you can easily download a copy. Excellent. That's fabulous. Thank you very much, Catherine. Thank you, Alex. Nice talking to you.